be here. And once again, I've got a very special guest. And this inventor, John, has invented an incredible product that I think a lot of people are using. So before we start, John, welcome to InventRight TV. Thank you, Stephen. Pleasure to be here. Now, I've known you for a few years, right? Yeah, probably close to 10 at this point. I think at least 10. <laughs> and um, you showed me your product a few years ago. It's pretty remarkable. And it's designed extremely well. Because what do you do? What's, you're a professional industrial designer, aren't you? Right. Industrial design, some engineering and manufacturing in there, too. Okay. And um, you created... Uh, Kind of a way to store what? Tell me about your product. Tell me what it does and what the benefit is. There you go. Sure. So it's called Wine Hive. It's a modular wine rack that stores your wine in your space. It can customize to fit your space and style is the, is the benefit. Do you have any there? I mean, I'm going to cut in and show a video, but do you have any there that you can pick it up and show it? I just happen to have one right here. Uh, it's very nice. So does it come in different materials, too? Didn't I see you doing it different ways, or it's just one material? Explain a little bit about it. Um, do you piece it together? Do you build it? I mean, I've seen I've seen this in one of my friend's homes, by the way. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah, I was like, I know that. So <laughs> tell me a little bit about it. Tell me how you started. What is it? Tell me a little bit more. Sure. So it, it it's all made of aluminum. Okay. Um, here's another iteration of it. You know, it started as this silver uh, finish, the, the clear anodized finish for aluminum. And uh, this design in particular is made of modular honeycomb units. Oh. So it's all one part. It's, okay. This one's a hollow profile. And so they all slide together. And then once you've decided on your configuration that fits your space, you, you lock them all together. And so it's one secure, rigid honeycomb structure. Um, and it was, you know, just a fun side project I had started uh, after. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So okay. can I can I build this as big as I want, basically? You can. you can, yeah. So when I buy it, do I buy them individually or do I buy them in a pack? Explain how that works. So we sell them in, in modular packs. Okay. So you can buy a common size, like a six-bottle kit, 12-bottle kit, 24-bottle kit. Uh, you can combine multiple packs to expand as your wine collection grows. You can okay. give them out as gifts. Uh, and then we also have a fully custom service where you just define your space of your closet, cabinet, wine cellar, basement, and then we'll design a wine hive specific to fit your exact dimensions. They come in different colors. They do. Yeah, we've got some black, silver, working on a white version. Okay. And it's got some gold, nickel. Ah. What a very simple idea. Very simple idea. I this love is, it. Is the nickel here. That's uh, very nice. Um, are those patents on the wall? They are. Yes. A uh, couple patents for... Yeah, so this one on the bottom, I don't know if you can see it very closely, but that's that's the hollow profile I just showed. Okay. Sort of the... Uh, the second iteration of the product. Nice. And then the one up top is the original one okay. where it's the, uh, the interlocking wall. So it just takes a few more parts to make it a little bit more costly, but it does have a more minimal sort of modern aesthetic. Okay. So let's talk. Um, 
you created this just unique idea. Did you try to license it at first? I did a bunch of times. And what happened? <laughs> I got shot down. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And so what did you decide to do? What did they, first of all, when you tried to license it, what did they tell you? Cool product. Um, we don't think our customers would want to spend this much time assembling it. Oh. And we don't know how we would sell it. Really? And, uh, to me, it was very clear. I'm like, well, come on. We sell it in these, these popular packs. We figure out what sizes people want. We want to customize. We'll build this digital customizer on a, on a website. Like, come on, it'll be fun. Nope. No. Nope. So what did you decide to do next? I was bummed. Um, I, you know, in classic inventor fashion, I, I moved on to the next one and, you know, got a bunch of um, irons in the fire with, with licensing strategies. But, you know, I was passionate about this Weinheim concept and, uh, at the time, I had just heard about Kickstarter. This was 2011, uh, early 2012. And I figured, why not? Why don't I launch it on Kickstarter, see what happens, and I'll, I'll make it myself. I don't need anybody to, to make it for me. Why don't I see what happens? Was that easy to do, doing the launch? No, it wasn't easy. Um, feasible, definitely feasible. Um, but yeah, very challenging, for sure. How much money did you raise? Was it... Was it enough to get started? It was uh, more than enough. I had okay. a goal of about $15,000, uh, which would cover the aluminum extrusion die, the tooling, uh, a small, really minimal first production run, packaging, all the cutting dies, printing plates, all that. Uh, okay. 15000 I needed to really get it off the ground, I calculated. And uh, I did over $65,000. Good to you. <laughs> Took a lot of work? It did, yeah, a lot of work. Um, but you know, all the, the supporters on, on Kickstarter were just tremendous. Um, okay. I'm still grateful to this day, so years later. You know, you know what's crazy? I was talking to Lewis Foreman, which is involved very much in the, that whole world now. He said, you know, the, you can do a focus group, you can do whatever you want, but the, really, when it comes down to people pulling out their wallet, buying it, it's another thing. And Kickstarter is the great place to do that. So absolutely. Yeah. That, you know, at the end of the day, I realized exactly that, that, that really the, the market proof, proof of concept, the market right. feedback was almost more valuable than the, the capital needed for production. Okay. So, okay. So you've got some money, you get in production now. I mean, now you're like starting a business. <laughs> I was, yeah. Was there anything unexpected along that journey to starting a business? An easier question would be, was there anything expected? Yeah, everything was unexpected. <laughs> My God, I started expecting the unexpected. It became so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot to do, isn't it? It, it truly is. It truly is. Um, everything from manufacturing, fulfillment, just the, just the whole logistics side of, okay, cool. I've got a bunch of people now that want to buy my wine racks. Now I need to figure out, you know, how I'm going to uh, make them all, package them all, fulfill all of them, and really continue this momentum to start a business, uh, which I had no idea what I was doing. I had no experience prior to that 
you know, is really just a, a, an industrial designer. Okay. Wow. How long has it been now? You've been doing this for a while. And yeah, uh, seven years, eight years, seven and a half. And your product looks great. I've seen, I mean, you've done a great job. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, is there anything, any advice you'd give anybody during that whole journey? Because we're going to show a video. We're going to show everything you have. We'll find all the assets. Maybe you can send it to us too. But I want everybody to see it because it's, it's done extremely well. Um, would you do it again the same way? I would because it, it led me right to where I am right now. So I wouldn't change a thing. But on the other side of it, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So looking back, you know, of course, there are a million things that I could have done better. But okay. grateful for all the struggle and the lessons along the way, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think um, I think in order to be successful, you have to struggle. Yeah. You have to have a few bumps and a little failure along the way. I, I think you just it's it's unavoidable. OK. And and especially if you're going to venture yourself, it's just. You know, and I try to tell everybody, look, you have to be ready for that. Um, how do you deal with the float of money? How do you handle the float when you get big orders? Is that a hard thing? Do you, are you selling it in retail or is it strictly online? Let's talk about that. Uh, mostly online, about 80 percent online. Okay. Uh, I do have some in-person displays that I've set up out here in California at various wineries and the tasting okay. room. But yeah, mostly online. Um, cash flow wise, it's it's mostly paid in advance for the, the big orders. So we, that makes it much easier. That whole retail is a little tougher. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to start with that, you know, sort of low hanging fruit of the, the custom, okay. really the more unique aspect of the product. Have you gone after any of the the retailers yet? What do you think about that? Is that in your future or not in your future? I'm open to it. It's not not top priority for me. You know, I really like this direct engagement, direct relationship with my customers where they tell me exactly what they want, the space, the size, the finish, the, the design brief. And, you know, it's fun. Every project's different. And I have a personal relationship with okay. my clients now. How many hours a week do you work on it? Anywhere from four to uh, 80. <laughs> I don't know. How many hours are in a week? <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask. Okay, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, wow. So where can we find it? Can we find it easy? We just go online. We can find it. We'll, we'll put that down below too, so people can find it. Well, is there any tips and advice you want to leave anybody with this whole journey, John? Anything? Sure. Yeah, it's all winehive.com. Um, you know, I think stick with it. You know, okay. as long as you have that vision and you've got some customers that are buying it, you know, like you pointed out, Stephen, it's it's all it, it doesn't really matter until somebody takes out their wallet and purchases your pot. You know? And at that point, you know, you're onto something. Okay. And get to that point, you know, and, and once you're there, just continue to add value to those Good. to serve. Okay. I want everybody, um, John, first of all, thank you for coming on. I love your product. I think you've done a great job. It's not easy. I know it isn't. Um, but I want to tell everybody, look, any holidays that are coming up, I know you know wine drinkers because everybody drinks wine. And I know you're buying gifts. Please take a look at it. 
buy it. I love it. It looks good in the house. Like I said, I sold it at a friend's house. It looks sharp. You've done a great job. So check it out, you guys. John, thank you for coming coming on and um, sharing your story with everybody. And if anybody needs this product, buy it. Support your local inventor. John, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Stephen.